hello, welcome everyone to our Lead with Purpose podcast in this episode called Self-Leadership. I am having one new guest, uh, Moni Putili or Johnny, how other people know him. Um, Johnny was is someone very special to me that I met in my um, Isaac experience uh, around 2017 when I was MCP. We were MCPs together in Asia Pacific. Um, and right now he's working as uh, quality assurance in the customer experience team in Mind Valley. Um, but he also is a content creator and an aspiring coach and that's what Johnny does on his free time he coaches people he creates content around the topics of coaching um, philosophy and education and he believes in a world where education should be for everyone that's a very interesting story and Johnny was also um, MCVP in Thailand in Cambodia um, he was also MCP in Isaac in Cambodia and his last role in Isaac was regional manager for entity development in Asia Pacific where we had a uh, leadership experience together since I was um, his regional director. So he was always someone who taught me quite a lot um, about leadership, about self-leadership, and he helped me a lot in my journey when I was his team leader. So I definitely wanted to invite him so you can hear also some of his thoughts and the things that he has learned in his life. And he can share a bit of his thoughts on the topic of managing ourselves as individuals before managing our members. So without more introduction, I just want to welcome Johnny. Um, with the first question, Johnny, tell us more about who you are, um, anything that you want to say to introduce yourself, and you can also answer the first question already of what does leadership and self-leadership specifically mean to you as a person? Thank you, Eva. Great, grateful to be here. It's very humble of you with the introduction. Uh, yeah, so for me, it's like pretty much just uh, what you said. Uh, so I do a lot of content creations uh, recently. So it's been a year, uh, mainly in education, I think, partly because education played a big role in my life. Because growing up, like uh, I was not really a good student. And then after, and at some point uh, in my Isaac experience, I kind of like started to understand that learning is beyond what we do in the classroom is just learning as a whole life things. So after, after university, right. And it's just like, yeah, uh, I do MC and all this thing. And then I meet a lot of difficulty in life and I wasn't ready for all of those. So for me, it's just like, yeah, there's a lot of things that I didn't know. And I need to learn. Isaac did touch me a lot. I threw out the, the, the conferences, uh, the people I talked to and also, the practical experience itself. Uh, so I would just want to learn more things about out there in the world and actually just share it with people uh, because there's a lot of things that we don't know about this thing in life that, yeah, that we should know so that we can live life better. And then, and that's where I come around it. And for me, leadership, uh, growing up, I don't really think a lot about leadership. It just come to my mind throughout the experience and I said it's like a, a seed that they just implant. <laughs> then I start to kind of like yeah throughout the experience and just see okay uh, what this leadership is and so on and, and just uh, develop my philosophy around it. And things that I essentially believe on leadership, I, I think it's not really something that have to be intertwined with a title or a role or office uh, that has to be there. It's just something that is, can be very simple. Like Simon Sinek said, it's like uh, you're a leader when you choose to take care of the person on your left or on your right. So whoever you are, whether uh, you have title or not, you're a leader when you take that choice to actually lead other people and help them and empower them. And, and yeah, it is, it's that simple. And, Essentially, everyone can be a leader. So, yeah, it is up to our choices. Nice. Thank you, Johnny, for that uh, answer. That's very cool. And I can relate to that. And it also connects back to the essence of Isaac, right? Like we believe leadership can be developed in anyone. We also don't think that um, someone needs to have a specific role or position or experience in order for them to call themselves a leader or to practice leadership. Um, so going into the topic of self-leadership or self-management, why do you think self-leadership is important for someone who is in charge of leading others? And why do you think this is a skill that MCPs specifically in ISEC um, need to develop? 
Uh, for me, I think that's that's like pretty much the foundation of leadership itself, right? First, you need to lead yourself. <laughs> and I think the, the issue is that in ISAC, like uh, each show is just one year and we're just moving so fast, right? It's just like, okay, uh, we're here as a member and then like some months after or maybe a year after we become a leader already, right? So the concept of uh, around uh, self-leadership is not something that uh, we we kind of try to develop ourselves as much for it's just my assumption though but, but at least that for me right because we're kind of like okay I'm leading people now I need to know how to lead other people now and and we just yeah putting away and and the only kind of like idea that have inside our in, in us it's just like okay work harder work harder work harder to a point that we totally burn out because uh, <laughs> self leadership is like. You know, it's like design, designing a system that totally works for you so that you don't fall into that state, like burning up, right? Uh, in my experience, it happened also. It's like it's experience a very bad burnout uh, back then when I was MC in Thailand, right? So I, I finished uh, my LC role in, in Cambodia and then I moved to Thailand. And, and that is the first time that I do ISAC full-time and share the apartment with, with uh, our team and so on. And it's just so excited and all this kind of thing. And just, I am doing a lot and, and trying to work as hard as I, I could until to a point that I got burnout. This is the first month of the term. <laughs> like uh, to a point, I mean, that burnout, just like I bleed my nose. Like the time, uh, the, the time that I wake up in the morning, it's like once a week or something. Uh, it happened for a month or two, not, not so sure how long, but it was just in a kind of scary, it's like, I don't know who to talk to about that. It's just like, okay, keep into myself. And then I realized, okay, just my system doesn't work. If I just keep going on like this, this is not enough. I need to actually know and learn how to actually lead myself better so that uh, I don't destroy myself throughout the process, right? Like, it, it is very interesting that in Isaac, we have like, uh, yeah, we are kind to ourselves. I mean, to other people, right? We were helping and we're doing so many stuff for other people, but sometimes it, it is not the healthiest thing if we neglect ourselves, right? Like how to actually lead ourselves better and design a system that totally works for us. Yeah. I really like that concept of designing a system that works for you. And what do you think would be like, if you talk more about self-leadership or your experience practicing, practicing, practicing that inside and outside of Isaac after that experience you had in Thailand, like what do you think are the key components or qualities or um, elements of someone having that skill of self-leadership or practicing the concept of, of leading themselves? Yeah, I think I think in the domain of all kind of skill that is essential when it's come to leadership, in each domain there's always some element that is important in a self leadership way, right? Let's say for example in emotional intelligence, it has the you know it's like uh, empathy and also uh, knowing how to empower other people. But the most two foundational element is about. Uh, being self-aware, knowing our emotion and know how to regulate our emotion, right? So in that emotional intelligent aspects, like this, actually the domain that is important for us to, to master uh, so that we can know and understand better about ourselves and most importantly, knowing how to help ourselves when we in trouble, right? When we fall, we know how to uh, rise up, like uh, help ourselves so that we, we don't kind of stuck there uh, as before. So if I look at it from what I see uh, most important for me when, when it's come to uh, self-leadership, uh, a few components. Uh, one is just self-awareness, like understanding our values, understanding our emotion, know how we feel, uh, so on and so forth. And self-awareness is also one of the leadership quality in ISAC, right? It's just that important uh, to have the knowledge about ourselves. And second one is the have integrity, right? So it's not just, okay, this is who I am, but like, okay, I know this is who I am. This is my values. And how I actually like uh, channel that and live that throughout uh, my life, right? Uh, uh, whether with other people or alone. And and integrity, demonstrating integrity is also one of the key values in ISAC as well. And the definition that I really love, and it's come to integrity, set by uh, C.S. Lewis, 
uh, he was saying that uh, integrity is about doing uh, the things that you say even nobody is watching, and that is uh, a, a good strike to me, right? It's just like yeah, you, you need to actually own uh, what you're saying. And third one is about like uh, self-regulate and knowing how to be self-motivated, right? So of course, like throughout any experience in life, like whether you're doing ISAC or you're doing something else, there's always up and down. There's always challenges. There's always some failures that uh, we might experience no matter, no matter how hard we try, no matter how hard we plan. But it is important that, okay, when we hit that, uh, we, we fall. So how do we actually make ourselves uh, don't fall into that self, self-blame, right? Or at least not staying there for so long, but it just, okay, come back up and just, okay, motivate myself, feeling better. That that's a good way, right? Of course, it's always kind of good to have someone to help us and, and say good stuff in powers when we in that time, right? But 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 uh, it is it's even better if we know how to actually, you know, it's like uh, talk to ourselves in, in a way that is encouraging, is empowering to ourselves. Uh, so so yeah, so it's even better. We don't have to be reliable on other people to help us, but we can be the first person that can help also. And another domain is uh, resilient and grit, right? So so it's about, you know, toughen up the, the skin. Of course, <laughs> like I mentioned, right? There's so many kind of like thing that is very unpredictable. Uh, there's so many things that, uh, yeah, so like no matter how much we prepare, we just gonna, you know, have a few scar back there for it. <laughs> But it's to develop that resiliency in life. So, 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 so no matter what's actually whatever come hit us, we, we can still be very, very strong. And we have the grit to kind of like, you know, like push forward, uh, the perseverance to actually push forward. And, and that is important. And, uh, and the last one, it's just like, uh, growth and, and it just, uh, yeah, it's about growth, like learning to develop ourselves. I think. Uh, that meta element is very important because like it's not about like statement here uh, as who we are right now, but like finding a way growth point that we can take so we can become better than we are right as a leader or maybe as a leader to ourselves right so 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 yeah I, I think that is important like if if I'm gonna define like uh, self leadership it's pretty much like about designing a system that make yourself self-fuel. So you have your own fuel, you can build your own fuel, your energy, your motivation, your, 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 your any other sources that you need. So you don't have to kind of like rely on uh, external factor to, to, to push you, to, to empower you to, to do something, right? Those are good. Those are good add up, but essentially we should have that, and then being able to actually build that also so that we, we, we can um, go on the journey no matter how hard it is. And yeah, empower ourselves to do some amazing stuff. <laughs> That's very cool. I really like it. And I think I can relate to it because as a leader, there are many times in which you find yourself in a position in which as much as you have a support system and you have your team and you have your peers, you do need to lead yourself. Like you need to get yourself out of bed to prepare for that meeting that maybe you don't want to have or that commission call that you're really scared of. Um, but up until a certain point, that's important for you to do it. And I, I, I really agree with the elements uh, that you mentioned. And it makes me just reflect in my experience in how every year that I passed in Isaac, I became better at leading myself and better at like, it's a more sustainable concept also, right? Because it's like you will have that eternal source of energy that comes from who you are and your, your own like aura and your own intellect and your values and what really matters to you and your motivation, your purpose, and you're not going to wait for an external factor to define that. So I believe it's a, 
it can be a make or break deal also in someone in in a leadership in a leader uh, if, if how good are you in leading yourself will definitely determine how good you will be in leading others too so thank you for for sharing about that it was very interesting um and i just wanted to know about your mcp experience because i mean you were mcp after this happened to you in thailand right like the year after so in your perspective like What are the things that you did to practice self-leadership as MCP? Or like maybe you can share what was your system or how did you do it? Um, or what were you trying to do as, as MCP? How was your experience in that area? Uh, so, so yeah, just uh, a few things that uh, I did uh, in MCP term that really helped me a lot. One is to learn, learn the mindfulness practices, right? What I mean, I, I wasn't the, a meditator in my MCP term or even now, right? But, but it's, when we talk about mindfulness, it doesn't really limit to that. Things that I picked up in the, the beginning of my term, which help a lot is a bullet journal practice. And that's like a worse a game changer for me. So, so it kind of helped me to kind of like prioritize and get things done, right? If, if I'm not wrong, maybe you try it somewhere in your experience also, right? so yeah it is a very cool thing uh yeah i was just gonna say that yes i also started uh bullet journaling this year and it makes a huge difference especially like you know organizing yourself outside of work inside of work everything that you need to do is there that's your safe space like all the like the routines and like really prioritizing your time and also knowing where you spend your time and also tracking habits along with the work that you are doing it provides a lot of data about yourself so definitely increases my my own self-awareness so yes i learned that from you so thank you for for teaching me that yeah it, it really helped a lot right because i think because one of the elements that that uh, I, i mentioned right it, it's self-awareness and we can learn to be more aware with ourselves by capturing our thought, right? And we have like, if, if I remember correctly, it's like 50,000 thoughts each day, right? And just keep running through our head. And, and uh, Ryder Carroll, the, the, the creator of this bullet journal, he, he, he said something very interesting is that you cannot declutter the mind if you, uh, I mean, uh, he was saying that you can only declutter the mind when you externalize your thought, right? And externalizing here is about writing it down. So when we write it down, we kind of clear up the head so we can think clearer. And when you think clearer, it is important when, when you're a leader because it can help you to, 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 you know, make good and better decision, right? Because it's a decision-making role. So it is good to kind of keep it clear up. And another one is that when you ca capture thought, mm -hmm. we know what we should prioritize, we should do. And, uh, and those thoughts kind of like, uh, it, it can be a good compass to show us who we really are, right? Because we cannot control thought. Like thought is pretty much automatic. So, so but, but, but those things really say a lot about us, right? <laughs> so, so, so bullet journal, totally a game changer for me back then. And another one is uh, uh, I start reading books. So I wasn't a reader at any point of my life before I was MCP. And uh, there was an interesting story when uh, I chose to read books. So uh, somewhere, uh, so it's like we start term somewhere around August and then uh, in, in November, it's kind of like a, a good stress point of the MCP experience. Not to make it worse, I, I broke up with my ex-girlfriend back then, right? And and it's really relatable. It's like, yeah, I mean, stuff hard that, you know, personal lives kind of come to and just make it harder. So it just happened to be in November and then I kind of like going to this emotional swing. And then uh, the good thing is that in November, we also have an MCP submit in Malaysia, right? So kind of like, hey, we're excited, just go and meet people. And and then uh, one thing that really inspired to read uh, was the moment that I met Abdul back then, the MCP, uh, uh, the PI of uh, 1718. So he made a very cool session on day one about the lead. And there's a lot of cool stuff that he mentioned in the session. So I just uh, asked him, uh, okay, Abdul, what did you do to actually create a session, right? I want to know how a PI create a session. It's like, you said like, oh, this point, like I got it from this book, this point I got from this blog, this point I got from this book. So I was just like, dude, like you read so much just to create a session. And I was, and, and, and then he, he mentioned something that really resonated with me. 
uh, he was saying something like, uh, as a leader, you need to learn faster than your team. <laughs> and, and that was like a bummer for me. I remember from that. And that point on, like after leaving the summit, I just picked books and just keep reading and reading and reading. And it, it's great, like a new identity for me. So, so I, I, I send my regards to Abdul for that, like for, for being like that, that kind of like, uh, an, an inspirator and power back then. It's just like, yeah, it's just very cool. That makes sense. Yes. And like, what do you think were some books, maybe like, since we were talking about books and learning opportunities, because this is when you started like being also a bit obsessed with learning and reading and informing yourself. So what do you think were some of those learning opportunities or books or anything that you read that taught you how to manage yourself better? Like if you could recommend some resources for people. Yeah. So, so a few books that I read also in my MSP term and I still read those today, uh, uh, Ego is the Enemy uh, by Ryan Holiday. It's a very interesting book and, and, when we're talking about self-leadership, it's very important to kind of like keep, you know, it's like understand there's some egotistic element in science, right? And we want to keep that under control so so that we don't let it lose, right? Because uh, sometimes like when we're in, you know, it's like a, a leadership role and so on, we, we have a lot of power and so on. We can do and say so many stuff and what we say and what we do can actually create a... a a uh, positive or even negative like report effect to toward other people, right? So it's good to kind of you don't know, have that awareness that okay, like uh, I want to do things, uh, but but I don't want to involve like my ego around it if, if it doesn't serve me, right? So so that book ego is the enemy. It helped me a lot, and especially especially building the humility, working with people, and also building more authentic connection with with my team. And the second book also by Brian Holiday is like Obstacle is a Way. So it's about seeing the challenge not as something that block us and stop us for not going forward, but the obstacle are the, are, are the path moving forward. It is the obstacle that is there to help us to become a better person. So there's a quote from Marcus Aurelius uh, mentioning that book, and it's just how that book was built up uh, is the impediment to action advances action. What's in the way becomes the way. And that is very powerful because MCP term, it just can be quite difficult, right? But but it kind of need to, we need to kind of like change our mindset, just like, okay, it's not difficult to you kind of like, okay, it's not a blocker, but it's actually an opportunity for me to do something about it. So when we see obstacle, we don't feel intimidated. We don't feel scared, but it's uh, something that exciters that that uh, we should move forward and yeah and maybe not about fully about self-leadership though uh, but one book that also helped me a lot in in my mcp term is uh leader eat last by simon sinek it is it is uh, great as well. Like, uh, yeah, but, but it's about like building your, your own personality around like what leadership when, what leadership is when you're working with other people. So it's about like self behaviors, about humility, learning to listen and, and so on. Uh, those are helpful stuff uh, that, that uh, yeah, I, I picked on back then. And it's just so lucky to find those books in, in that point of time. So, yeah. Nice. That's very cool. And uh, moving forward in your experience, like you moved to be, uh, after being MCP, you were regional manager. Um, and, and, and then you were coaching a lot of MCPs, right? Like you were managing, I don't remember, maybe like 10, 10 MCPs at the same time. Um, and so what do you think were common mistakes that you saw MCPs making because they lacked self-leadership like in the years that you observed mcps or even your peers when you were mcp yourself um what do you think are some common mistakes that people make because they lack that skill of leading themselves uh one thing definitely just something that is similar to my uh, experience right like burnout <laughs> because if we do not have the the kind of like optimized system uh that can help us right uh, to, to kind of do things, it's just easy to go through burnout uh, because, you know, there can be can be overwhelming uh, lists of tasks that we have to do. 
and, and so on, that we have to do this, we have to do this, we have to prioritize that and so on. But if we, we don't have a system to kind of guide decision on what to prioritize, what to do, when to say no, and so on and so forth, we, we can easily be the, the yes person, you know, just saying yes, 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 and just have to do this a lot and trying to please everyone. And, and that could easily lead to burnout. And the second one, the, the, the lack of uh, self-leadership can, can lead is just team conflicts, right? Because again, I mean, it's about like understanding what is uh, our values and so on, what's important, and especially being aware and actually keep our ego in check, right? Because the small little things that we do in our life uh, not even relate to work. <laughs> I said, because for, for, for some of us, we, I mean, uh, I don't know about now, but, but back then it's very common that when, when you're uh, in MC or in any other roles, like uh, above MC and so on, like you live with people and even the way you eat can trigger other people. <laughs> so, so it's just so, so many small, small things that, that we need to kind of like be mindful of about what we do, right? Because uh, those trigger points are the indicator to self-awareness also, right? Self-awareness is not only what we know about ourselves, but seeing what is the impact and what is the outputs that we see in other people from what we do. And that is uh, another thing. And I think the third thing is just uh, can be very common as well is the stagnant of result, right? Uh, it's either stagnant or not seeing result in what we do, right? Because, uh, again, like MCP is decision maker, right? So it's about trying to make, uh, I, I'm not saying like the right decision, but the best decision that you can make in that point. But when we're not leading ourselves, we, we do not have the system for it. Like it, it can easy, again, fall into burnout, stressful, and, you know, uh, it can be dominated by fear and so on. So we, we kind of like have a lot of things that can obstruct us from making good decision, right? So we, we need to kind of take control of that because, again, I mean, it's important for us to make good decision on what to focus on, what to do. Uh, so, so we need to kind of keep that in check so we can make uh, the best decision that we can make uh, for, for the entity that, that we're serving. Yes, this is true. And I, I guess I, I just wanted to add something because when you were sharing, I was remembering myself and I, at least me, like I've always been very addicted to working as much as possible. Like I get obsessed with work. Um, and I think, and I used work as a way to release stress or frustrations that I was having with the team or I was having with our goals not being achieved or I was having with the external pressure. Um, and I remember my team would start picking up those behaviors. So if I one day would stay until 3 a.m., my team would feel bad to go to sleep. So they would also stay until 3 a.m. So they start thinking that this is the right thing to do because you're behaving that way. And I, I also think that like uh, another consequence is like creating an unsustainable or unhealthy culture around how we, re how we relate ourselves to Isaac. Um, and I, I do think that if we want to talk about making Isaacers healthier or making Isaacers um, having a more balanced life, which is also something that me and my team are trying to do now, that has to start with AI and with MCPs um, managing themselves first and having the discipline to say no um, to, to certain things. And another thing I wanted to say is how I use my bullet journal now to say no, because I'm also the person who says yes a lot. So what I do when people ask me like, can you do this? Is I go to my bullet journal. I check if I actually have capacity and I would say yes or no based on what the bullet journal says. So that way, even if I have to say yes to something, I go to the bullet journal and I move something else. So it, it helps me a lot to manage, um, and my time. And I think you want to add something. What, what did you want to say? Uh, so, so, so I just want to add that, uh, it, it, it's very interesting that, uh, again, like self leadership is pretty much how we lead ourselves, how we live and how we do things, uh, that doesn't necessarily relate to anyone in the, in the team. Right. But from your story, it's just like when you do stuff, your, your team is picking up because they, they started to think that, oh, like this is the right thing to do, right? So it is very interesting that uh, when we're leading people, 
whatever we do, whether we're conscious or unconscious or not, like people are picking up stuff from us, you know, thinking that, okay, this is the right model or this, this is the idol that, that I have to kind of like live up to. Right. We were, we kind of like, uh, yeah, in, in that area. So it's important to kind of like, you know, like growing ourselves sometimes can actually be an indirect, uh, way to kind of help people to, uh, grow themselves also. Right. Because that they can do, uh, because they see that, okay, this is something that they, that they can do as well. Like, uh, or this is what, uh, yeah, I, I could do better in my role. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I think I, I also want to just say that um, one of the positive influences in in my experience was you because I remember being your team leader and going to one-to-ones and ended up you coaching me, like saying like, okay, Eva, this is what you need to do uh, better or Eva, this is how you can take care of yourself. And what I'm trying to say by that, or, or just seeing you, being able to get your tasks done and being the most productive team member in my team. And I was like, how can he do this and be happy and like improve his, um, uh, like, uh, eating habits. I remember you were trying to like lose weight and like change your diet a bit and like exploring different ways of like, um, maintaining your energy or making your energy last longer. And I remember he's making all of these experiments on himself while reading a hundred books a year and fulfilling all of his responsibilities with his job. And so, I remember other team members and myself trying to pick up your habits, not because you were coming to us and tell us like, Hey, this is what you need to do. But because we saw how that was working for you. Um, and I guess I just wanted to ask you, like, what is the long-term value that you think that has given you for your life? Like since you had that experience and you use Isaac as the platform to practice and learn to improve your self-leadership and your self-management, like, what kind of value do you think that gave you that you're taking for with you forever? Or how did that change you as a person? Or how did that improve your quality of life? Because at the end of the day, I do want MCPs to know that taking care of themselves is not something just that they need to do for Isaac, but it's actually something they gain for themselves, right? Um, so yeah, maybe you can just share your thoughts around that. Yeah, uh, for, for that, it's just like, you know, just when, when you're going far in Isaac, let's say... MCP or regional team or AI or whatsoever. The opportunity is that you're, 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 you're doing a role that is very, uh, how can I say it? It, it, It's just a huge leadership role, right? Cause you know, it's like, uh, it's like you have to perform under stress, you know, there's a lot of work, a lot of tasks and you have to do it well, a lot of pressure and so on. So, so while that is there, so if we kind of like learn to kind of like make the system that works for us, uh, in that high intensity role, then when you leave Isaac, it just, it's just so things just get much easier, right? It's not as hard, like, oh, you have to manage 10,000 people, like, uh, directly right up to ISEC, right? So just think it just become light, like, it's just easier when whatever what, whatever challenge that is come, come to you. Let's say for me, for example, it helped me a lot, like, uh, after I finished ISEC, for example, and then uh, I moved to, like, work in my body, right? And then, and then I made a decision, okay, maybe uh, I, I should do more things, uh, for, for as a side, right? The, something that I want to contribute, something that I just want to uh, make it grow as, as my own. So start creating content, right? So 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 it is not hard, like uh, because why? Because I already have a system that okay, like uh, you know, get your work done and so on. And it's just like how like I could use my effectiveness on some other thing. So I don't feel stressed whilst doing those. It's just really light because because this one is not. I, I don't think it's as stressful i don't think my life is as stressful in a regional team because back then we have a lot of stuff we have to do we have to move from places to places with different better different time zone and you have to like you know like all these remote things uh like yeah with, with the team with different time zone. it's just very stressful right so even now now i have a lot of things to do it's just not as stressful it's just yeah at least i have a place i have uh i don't have to move as much 
So, so things just get much easier. So when it's so much easier, it just, I, I can actually even do better and optimize a few more things and just do so many other stuff. So that is what really helpful because when you're kind of like being able to overcome that level of intensity of a role, then after you get out of Isaac and you have to do other things, uh, even if it's more difficult, you, you can still kind of like uh, hang in there. And if it's not, it's just getting so much easier. And another one is that like coming from the system again, it's like become more sexual and more self-sufficient, right? Because, because uh, it's like, for example, when, uh, it's like in, in Isaac, there's always like, you know, there, there's a bit of gray area when you're not doing things, uh, especially when you're a member, for example, because we were just pretty much volunteering, right? Like, like when, when like, like it's not, it is not like working that people pay you to actually do the job, right? Like, uh, uh that is LC level though, but the higher, the higher is like very different. But, but again, like, uh, so when, when, when I go to the job, I kind of just like, oh, I'm, not motivated to do it today, this task and so on. I cannot just say it to my manager, right? <laughs> like, come on, like that is bullshit. Like motivated or not, that's your job. That's your role. That's what you pay for. And it's no one's job to kind of like here to come and motivate you and just like, oh, please do that. You're good. You're kind. It's like all this kind of stuff. Nobody have to do that. But, but uh, yeah, when, when you're having like this, this, uh, uh, things like self-leadership that has kind of helped you to guide you. You become self-sufficient. You you become self-sure. So you don't need anyone to actually babysit you. You just, you know, just do well in your job. And that helped me a lot. Like when, when I worked and, and, and so on, it's just, I, I don't rely on other people uh, to do things for me like that. It is my role, right? Not, not too many and so on. So it helped a lot with my career and also especially like uh, working with other people to, to, to have like a very strong kind of like uh, working ethics and and behaviors when it's come to uh, working with other people and and yeah and and uh, from the the self-awareness element it's also helped a lot as well uh, the, the the product of that is just like I, when when I leave Isaac right I, I kind of like very clear what what I want to do where I want to work right because in, in that point, like in, in MCP and regional office term, like I started to understand like, okay, uh, I'm very into this education thing. Let, let me do something about it, right? That, that's why I, I applied for the job in, in my way, just work there, right? Because obviously we're doing stuff on education also. And then I kind of do my own stuff on creating content when it's come to education and stuff like that. So it just happened right after Isaac. And just, it's just easier when I have to make decision of, what aligned with my soul or what aligned with my life purpose, right? Because I spent a lot of time trying to understand myself into that kind of self-awareness of uh, things. So, so that's really, really helped a lot. Yeah. Nice. And now going into the final questions, uh, we have two more questions that I wanted to ask. I think one, one of the things that I've learned in my own experience, and I'm sure you also have, is that implementing new behaviors can be overwhelming for anyone, right? Like learning a new habit or, or letting go of old habits that may not be very productive. So do you have any tips for people who want to start for the first time to work on self-leadership and maybe they never had before? Um, for MCPs, um, especially like anything in terms of like how to build habits that connect, because at least for me, like the bullet journal, like it took me a few tries for me to actually keep up the routine of like journaling every day, morning and night, which is my routine now. Um, do you have any tips on like how to start those habits that are more productive? Yeah. For, for me, just one is about how we set goals and so on right because the thing is when we're doing we're trying to adopt a new habit it can be difficult it's just a lot of complexity to it right because we're trying to do something that out of a routine so when it's come to setting goal uh, especially a very uh difficult habit that we want to start trying to kind of like you know it's like plan a very very small goal around that right it's not like okay I, it's like for example like uh it's not like Oh, uh, I never exercised before, but I want to exercise every single day for 30 minutes, right? And it's just difficult. When you think about it, it's just a very hard thing to do because you're not someone who exercised before. So thing you can do is just like 
do one minute exercise a day, right? It can be that easy, right? So, so the idea is like to create kind of like, you know, find something so small that you have no excuse to do. So you just kind of like learning to master the habit of showing up and doing the job. That 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 can be it can be that easy, and then you kind of like slowly level up after a few weeks, right? Let's say bullet journaling, for example, maybe um, easiest things that you can do is just like you know each day I'm just gonna open my bullet journal. That's it. Like you don't have to write anything; you just have to open. Right? It's that easy. It just you know it's, it's like what's the excuse to to not do those, right? And uh, so on and so forth. So so there's so many other things that uh, we can look at, but but just. Start small. Don't 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 complicate because because we we might have a lot of stress already and so so many other things. So you don't want to have like additional stress trying to do that. So try and do it small because from a person who never exercise and if you do one minute just today, it's already a progress, right? Like there's there's no loss in that. Like uh, even a small progress is still a progress, right? Or maybe small progress is actually the progress that you should have, right? If you want to actually advance, uh, to 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 have to go further, and and uh, second one is about uh, try to find like uh, someone to keep you accountable, right? Like uh, it's always good when we want to develop a habit around something or build a certain quality in ourselves. Maybe within our team, let's say have a few people in the group and just be accountable on certain thing that you want to develop. Uh, maybe as a habit or maybe as a certain quality uh, that you want to have as a leader, right? Another one is that things that I didn't really do and I think I would have been a lot better if I've done that in my MCP is to, you know, have an accountability group with other MCP, right? So maybe ask the MCP group like, hey, I want to be a more honest leader. Anyone want to be into this honesty, accountability or like an accountability group for read, reading, right? With, with other MCP, like uh, read to grow ourselves. Let's share what we learn and just meet every week or every two weeks just to update the progress, like what we've done in this thing and just to keep ourselves accountable, right? Because we become more accountable when we have a group of people just uh, there just to keep us accountable, right? Because we kind of feel the peer pressure uh, that, that we need to kind of stick with and and yeah and I, I think this I mean there's so many a way kind of like when it's come around like setting the habit and so on but I don't want to get to the nitty gritty but I think this is the most important thing I just want to set the habit very very small and another one is just have an accountability I think accountability is the is a is a key thing here it, it's to me, it helped a lot. I have accountability in my reading also. It's like I have like a book club where we, we, we read the same book and then just share insight and also have like uh, another accountability also. It, it just helped a lot. Like it just, you have to show up the meeting with something because if you don't do anything, it just don't feel good. So, 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 so yeah, I, I think it would be something that helped a lot. Nice. I think that's actually very smart and it makes sense because it's easier to to let let down ourselves than others, right? Like we will feel bad when we when we make others feel disappointed or when someone was expecting something from us and, and we didn't deliver. And yeah, I agree because with bullet journaling, I remember at the beginning I was just reading a lot about it and watching examples. And it was so complicated. Like people were having all these different spreads and they were like so elaborate. And I was like, oh my God, I cannot do all of that. And then I found another video when someone was like, look, this is my first bullet journal and it's ugly and it's like very messy. And they're like, you can start like this and maybe you will never make it very nice and beautiful, but just start, like just start doing something. So I just started. And then with time I started implementing more things because the habit wasn't, it wasn't hurting me to open the bullet journal every day and write on it. Um, so I agree with you a lot that it starts by that. And with meditation, like at this point now I'm able to meditate like 10 to 15 minutes and I'm okay. But in the beginning, I couldn't even meditate three minutes or five minutes. I would be like, why am I here? Like, I want to go away. Or I was like moving a lot. So I would force myself to meditate five minutes every day for months until I was okay with that. And now I can do 10 minutes. I can do 15 minutes and it's good. And it improves my ability to be mindful in situations of stress. And I, I guess I just wanted to share about this because I'm someone who is 
it's really hard to regulate my emotions. Like it's my hardest challenge in life. But at some points in my experience now, I see myself in the moment where everything is going down and I'm like, okay, this emotion is coming. I acknowledge it. I'm not going to engage with my emotion. I'm going to just talk about it, take a break and come back when I'm cool with it. Right. I've been able to do that now. Like it's something that I've never was able to do before. And it only happened because I was forcing myself to do meditation five minutes a day for months. Um, and so now the, the meditation practices or the principles of being mindful come to me outside of the meditation. Um, or I remember my mantra from my morning meditation in moments of stress during the day. And I'm like, I'm cool. I'm okay. I have my own, I have the universe working for me because that's what I tell myself every morning. Right. So it's kind of like a way of rewiring your brain. Um, but it started very small of like two, three minutes, five minutes meditations, um, or just reading about it from time to time. And then it became a habit. And I guess that's how humans learn. So we just need to, understand that other than anything else that's what you are you're a person who is learning something new um so yeah thank you for sharing that and i guess just my last question is do you have any final tips advice words of wisdom resources anything that you want to share or recommend for mcps that have heard this podcast and are really empowered now or really excited to start working on it i think yeah just final tip i think we talk a lot here about bullet journal i think if if you haven't thought about it, just give it a try. <laughs> and I think that would really help a lot, like um, personal productivity wise, and especially it just keep your mind clean and just, uh, yeah, just declutter so you can think easier. I think it's a very, very important tool because in bullet journaling, you have to always make decision on what to do, right? What to do with this thought. And that that can be a micro point that we can leverage and start learning to make better decision as a leader. And things that helped me a lot, like uh, in especially in MCP term onward, I I found the, this philosophy that worked very well for me is stoicism. Uh, I talk a lot on this, uh, so this is very an interesting things because uh, pretty much like uh, the philosophy is about life, basically, and how to deal with life challenges and so on, and and it just help to kind of like building uh, the resiliency in life. And it helped me a lot as, as a leader, really. Like, for example, like understanding what is in my control and what is not. It's like, you know, it's like, for example, like there's stuff happening that's not in my control. Why bother thinking and caring about it at all, right? Let's say now the pandemic and so on and people cannot travel and so on. Like no amount of stress about it actually make it different. But there's a few things around here, like in this corner that we can control. Let's focus on that, right? Let's say my team, my members that I have now are in my control. So what am I doing about it? How do I actually manage my responsibility uh, towards the things that I can control more effectively, right? Because the more effective I am with the thing I can control, uh, the the more result or the better, the more progress that I have uh, in, in the things I do. And another one is just like to, to keep our fear intact. Like uh, I used to share this as well in one of the ISAC conference, maybe a few, we just talked this a lot about fear setting, right? It's just like, okay, not, like we have a lot of fear in our head, but but how can we be more rational about those thoughts, about those fear? Because are those the fear that we, we should actually be fearful about at all, right? So need to kind of look into it, like, what can I do here? Uh, is there anything I can do in this thought? If there's nothing that I can do in this, you know, thing to fear about, why fear about it at all, right? So it has helped me a lot, like uh, using philosophy as a tool to one, understand my own thought. And another one is, uh, yeah, just, just, just living better and just uh, pushing through life challenges uh, easier. So so, so, so yeah, bullet journal, uh, philosophy and books, like read a lot of them, <laughs> plenty of stuff that, uh, to read, uh, to become a better leader and especially, uh, being a good, yeah, at self-management and self-leadership. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much, Johnny, for uh, sharing with us. It was a great reminder also for myself, um, as a current leader, but more than that, as a person who 
just wants to manage themselves because, I mean, it's also hard right now with everything that's happening around the world. So much is out of our control and it's it's a good test for everyone to work on their mental health, mental well-being and their inner peace, right? And I do think stoicism, as you mentioned, is a great tool for that. And some of the principles that it poses, it, it, it well, all of them actually, it allows you to go through life in a more peaceful way. And I actually, I actually believe that it's not just disconnecting yourself from things you cannot control, but finding where you can control them and focusing there, right? So what does that mean? If I am very passionate about climate change and I cannot control the actions governments take, so I'm not going to get frustrated about that, but I can control how I use my civil uh, contribution as a citizen or how much information I have on the topic or the daily habits I take around that, right? So instead of being angry that other person is not changing something, I just take care of what I can control. And it kind of it ignites action in other people, right? Um, so I do think that's something really interesting that I also learned from reading about stoicism or also learning it from from your own, the way that you live your life. Um, and yeah, you want to add something to that? Yes. So, so, so yeah, it's very interesting to, to see that you, you kind of like read about it also it's very very interesting so so like you mentioned it's like uh stoicism is not about passivity right just like oh no like oh i cannot control this like why should i care about it at all but it's just learning to be active on the right things right because like again like i mean if if like as a leader right like there's a lot of things that uh we have to make decision on what to do what to prioritize and the thing is like if we focus on the thing that we have absolute no control over then we're wasting our resources and we're wasting our time right but there's certain stuff that is totally in our control or maybe we have a bit of control over right let's say first of all i don't have full control of my team right i don't have control if this person will leave and so on but i am in control on how i manage my meeting i'm in control on how i uh like lead those people and do the daily thing i'm in control on how i do my coaching for my team i'm in control on how i show up as a leader what kind of atmosphere am i bringing or developing around when, when i'm here and those are totally in our control right and and those are what influences uh, in, in some way that might have con- like kind of help to to kind of make things better also so if we we need to do our responsibility well so those responsibility is totally fully in our control and and that is self leadership also right like like it is like again like uh, it's like it is not the best thing to have someone to kind of like babysit us all the time or we have to wait for someone to come and tell us or empower us to get off the couch and just do our work. That is totally our responsibility. We need to learn how to do those responsibility, right? And yeah, and then that's sub-management. <laughs> nice. Amazing. I think that's a great way to end uh, this episode. And I hope everybody enjoyed it. I hope um, you're actually able to go through all of this episode and take notes uh, hopefully in your bullet journal um, and start understanding how you can work on the topic of managing and leading yourself better Um, so that's everything for today hope you liked it and see you in the next episode